The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. And don't forget... Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure to download the SGPN app. It's your home for all our free picks and podcasts. Let's get to the show. Welcome to the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your Friday night white sprite, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. You can follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter and make sure to check out my production work on the Action Network's YouTube channel. I am recording this right now at midnight on Friday. It's the third quarter in the Pelicans Clippers game and somehow with the uh Paul George-less Clippers are up by 10 points right now. Almost the end of the third quarter. I This game is insane. The Clippers were down by 10 at halftime. Um, yeah, this game is nuts. The, the line moved from Clippers minus 4 to Pelicans minus 1. Once we found out that PG-13 was going to be out with health and safety protocol issues today. So um, we still don't know who the Suns will face on Sunday. And you might be saying, well, Ryan, why didn't you just wait until the end of the game to record this so you at least could tell us? But listen, even if I was taping this after this game, we still don't really know who the Suns are going to be facing on Sunday. Will Paul George be back if it's the Clippers? Will Kawhi be back? There's rumors he might be back. If it's New Orleans, could Zion be back? NBA Twitter blew up when they saw him doing a 360 dunk in warm-ups, and word is he's ready to play, but the Pelicans are holding him out. Will that change if they make it into the playoffs? I don't know. Whatever it is, I say Suns in four, baby, because, you know, I'm a Suns fan for life, so I'm biased. Still, the Suns were the best team this season, so whatever. You can bet against me if you want. But I do have a preview coming up in the episode, in this episode for all the other games with Monique, a.k.a. Parlay Queen, on Twitter. Um, I did just watch the Atlanta Hawks beat Cleveland earlier tonight, um, and they covered the two and a half, three, you know, minus two and a half, minus three, whatever you got that number at. In uh, the first half, it seemed like the Cavs were back to their scary, towering frontline self with Jared Allen back. But then Trey Young seemed to remember that the loser goes home with this game. So uh, came back and scored 34 points in the second half, only after only notching six in the first half. So the Hawks will take on the Miami Heat in round one. The line for their first game on Sunday is Heat minus six and a five. Six and a half, that's what it opened at. The total is opened at uh, 216. 
I haven't had time to really handicap this one yet, but my knee jerk is to take Miami minus the points. While the Hawks showed they could play a little bit of defense in tonight's second half, it looks like Clint Capella is going to be out for at least the first game after suffering what looks like a nasty-looking knee injury. So uh, with John Collins already out, that means that the two top rebounders from this season will not be playing in Game 1. Okongu filled in fine in the second half, but there's no way he's going to be able to match up that well with Bam Adebayo. Um, these two teams have played four times this season. The Hawks only won once. I give the Hawks maybe one win in this series. So let's say Heat in five. Okay, I'm going to take a real quick break for a word from our sponsor. And when I come back, I'll have Monique joining me. Make sure to get down on WinBet's $10 to win 200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, WinBet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with Win's own Build Your Own Bet feature. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And... Just in time for the NBA playoffs, SGPN is giving away $500 in their bracket challenge. Completely free to enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA playoffs or hit the contest link in the SGPN app for your chance to win $500. Let's get back to the show. Now I'm here with Monique. You can follow her at Parlay Queen on Twitter. She's doing NBA picks videos all season long for me at the Action Network's YouTube channel, so go give that a follow. And if you're into horse racing, she's also an analyst and host at the Woodbine Racetrack in Toronto. So, Monique, thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, Ryan. Thank you so much for having me. We were just talking off camera that you're familiar with with my voice, and I'm like, it's been a while since I've heard yours, so it's nice to be able to have that rapport back and <laughs> forth, and I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Absolutely. I love being able to speak to you and you hear me back, you know, rather than just editing your videos for Action Network. So how's things? How's things at the racetrack? We're looking forward to the springtime. We got the Kentucky Derby Trail coming up. So excited for that. Woodbine, the Thoroughbreds are back and then NBA postseason. And then we just wrapped up March Madness. So, I mean, it's a good time of year. <laughs> what about you? How was your March Madness experience? I got to ask about that. I think this was the first March Madness where I actually won money betting. Thanks to the Action Network app and uh, just following <laughs> the trends there, because I don't really know anything about college basketball. I'll be the first to admit that I am all in on NBA, but college basketball, I just kind of uh, plug in during March Madness. And yeah, it was a little, how did you do? To be honest with you, I didn't do any brackets. I could not. The, the amount of times I made a mock bracket was I can't even tell you. And then I realized my brackets are always terrible. Let me just focus on some of the games that I like. There's just so many games that I feel like go either way. And then I'm just too competitive of a person to see that many X's, and that many crossed out lines on my bracket. So I was like, let me just focus on a few games here and there that catch my eye and then take advantage of in-game betting. And it was fun. It was, it was nice to be able to 
kind of look back and look at it more from a fan perspective than like gambling perspective. So that was kind of interesting for me because usually I have so much action, so many bets on everything. I was was, going to say, I feel like I don't even know this, Monique. You just sat back from a fan perspective? It was, it's weird. It's, it's the evolution, I guess. I I don't know. (laughs) You are definitely not just sitting back from a fan perspective. You are attacking these NBA playoff games, right? Oh, I am. March Madness is one thing. I feel like with the NBA, we've had a full season of, I'd say a lot of consistency. And now we're getting into, now we're getting into the the nitty gritty. We're getting into what really matters. So yeah, of course, I'll be attacking it back to the regular Monique, of course. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I was just finished editing your NBA picks video for Action Network YouTube uh, for Saturday's game. So I know which way you're leaning on the first two games we're going to preview. And then I'm excited to ask about the rest of the games on this slate. If you have a feeling one way or another right now, we are recording this at 11:15 AM on Friday. So we do not know uh, who the Suns and the heat will be playing this weekend yet, but we do have six matchups that we can talk about with all of the lines and uh, news pretty much up to date. I think we know who's playing and who's not. So let's start off with your Toronto Raptors versus the 76ers, 76ers minus four. There's a total of 216. Now, being a Canadian, I would think that you'd be on the Raptors, but you're not, right? That's the thing. I got to put the biases aside. I mean, I'm a Toronto girl, born and raised. I, I root for my team when I have money on my team. Other than that, I mean, I'm I'm definitely a realist. This is not the team that won the championship a few years ago. There's just so much. It's supposed to be a rebuilding year for us. And looking at it from that perspective, we've definitely exceeded expectations. And we've been playing well when we're clicking. It's great. And ultimately, we have Nick Nurse. So that's good for at least a game, I would say. But as much as I want to try to make a case for the Raptors, I just couldn't. There's no way. But then conversely, there's no value in betting the 76ers to win the series. So you kind of look at it from a game to game perspective. And this is one of the series is that, I mean, more than anything, I feel like is a great one to take advantage of player props or take advantage of in-game betting. What do you think of the series as a whole? I, yeah, I'm not going to bet on the series as a whole. I'm, but I am going to attack this first game, I think, and uh, take the Sixers minus four. They opened at minus six and it's already moved despite a lot of the money coming in on the 76ers. It's 45% of the bets are on the 40s uh, or the 76ers, but 94% of the money is coming on on Sixers, which is crazy. That's a, that's a lot of money, especially when, you hear a lot of people in the media saying the Raptors are like their trendy upset pick for the series. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they're playing well, that's the thing. But then when you look at it and you look at the depth of the teams and you look at, I mean, our bench is still going to provide us some good points and good minutes and the Raptors are playing well. That's ultimately what it is. They've had to play well down the stretch great defense. They don't allow very many points per game. Um, they don't allow great shooting numbers for opposing teams. So that certainly helps. And 
I mean, the head-to-head when you look at the Raptors 76ers and that, from that perspective, that's something that you somewhat have to factor in, whether you hold a lot of weight to it or not. But the Raptors usually play the 76ers tight or get those wins. So some teams have other teams' numbers, and that's one thing to kind of consider from that perspective. But I see why they're a trendy pick. But from a realistic perspective, it's just I personally couldn't make a case. Yeah. Even, so coming, you, you mentioned that Toronto's playing, has been playing well. They're 12 yeah. and six against the spread in their last 18 games. And they did win three out of the four matchups this season between the Raptors and 76ers. You said the Raptors do have 76ers number a lot of times. Um, the, la- the latest time they played, they just played a week ago and Harden and Embiid both played over 37 minutes in uh, that game. They didn't sit out and their numbers look good, but Pascal had... 37 points in 37 minutes and Preston Chua had played 40 minutes and had 20 points against this vaunted Philly defense. So while all the money tells me to bet on Philadelphia, while the money coming in uh, the pro money, I'm a little nervous about just what we've seen in these head to head matchups. Yeah. And then, but then the thing you gotta have to, I think you'd have to look at is, playoffs are a whole different animal that's when you Mm -hmm. really start seeing the intensity that's when you really start seeing things I mean in that previous matchup Joel Embiid didn't make a three so that's something that I'm sure is going to be entirely different moving forward he of course visited the free throw line over 10 times which is something that we kind of expect to see you look at it from that perspective and Harden had a bad shooting night too and Tobias Harris is going to need to contribute more ultimately more than just his defense he's going to need to put up more points than he did in that matchup I know he was held in the single digit range then so there's so many different factors from that perspective then Pascal Siakam as you mentioned I mean he just went off and it's capable of of doing exactly that so that's one thing that's interesting but I mean we can pretty confidently say that we don't think Precious Precious is going to have that type of an impact he did and log 40 minutes and put up Uh, that many points and so that's one thing too. And I mean, he was, I remember seeing all the the comments on Twitter too, is just what Nick Nurse was able to do with a player like Precious. And I mean, it's awesome to see it and see it against a top defense in terms of the 76ers. But yeah, I feel like some of those stats, when you look at it from that perspective, maybe the Raptors are a little bit overvalued because of how well they have been playing in the head to head. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So we're both taking the 76ers minus four, four and a half, depending on what your book says. Yeah, I see four and a half. I I haven't seen four yet. I mean, that's a great number. And for me, usually, like I mentioned, I love to take advantage of the in games. But for something like this, I feel like if we end up getting the 76ers out to a hot start, I don't think the Raptors have the depth and have the firepower to really come back from that. So I feel like I would definitely regret not taking advantage of it early on. So I would, yeah, definitely lock in a pregame wager on that. Okay, another quick break and we'll be right back. It is a hectic time of the year right now. There are weddings, there are graduations, spring sports, and more. We're busier than ever right now. What happened to just the days of chilling out back in the pandemic? Remember those? Well, hey, guess what? You don't need the pandemic to chill out. All you need is a nice cold Coors Light because that is the only beer that is made to chill. If you feel like you're always on work, friends, family, a million pressing things to do, like mowing the lawn or fixing the mower, and I'm just talking about my own personal things, you need to just remember to, you know, block a little time out for some Coors Light. When I need 
to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, so the next matchup that you targeted for your best bets is this Timberwolves-Grizzlies matchup. Now, the Grizzlies are favored by seven. We have a, a high total at 235. We know these teams are just offensive juggernauts. Um, we have John Morant coming back. The Grizzlies were great without him, even better when he is on the floor. Uh, you're looking at the first quarter, though, for your best bet on this game. I am. I feel like when we're looking at lines, I feel like first half a lot of the time has an inflated number because you're looking at two teams that put up so many points early on. And then with first quarter too, the thing I love about first quarter betting, of course, it's more risky because oftentimes, you know, you have a team that just misses a couple shots early on and it takes a while to get into the flow. But when you look at something like first quarter, you're pretty much guaranteed pending no foul trouble that your starters are going to be logging full minutes and playing throughout sometimes you have the bench come in and either they bring that electricity or they end up kind of missing those shots so I love kind of locking in on the team's bread and butter in their starting lineup and having that to be taken advantage of and then when you start looking into the stats as a whole these two teams have just put up so many points early on in the first quarter so it's something that I really kind of love to target first and second in terms of first quarter points per game but then the edge has to go for me personally with the Grizzlies at home it's a big line for the game at seven but I think looking at something like the first quarter money line where you're getting I saw minus 130 which I still think is is a great number so that's what I'd be targeting do you agree with that pick or what do you think about this I, game? I definitely like the I agree with you I, I I love betting first quarters if nothing just for the rush of it all yeah. um, and it goes all <laughs> all over the place with uh how, how it can pay off for you. I'm seeing, and I was looking around at first quarters and the best, the kind of the consensus number I saw was about minus 180 on the Memphis money line for the first quarter uh, this morning, but you could probably find it better. Any thoughts? I, I'm seeing uh, Memphis minus two and a half on the uh, first quarter spread. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm seeing that now it moved. I saw it a lot lower yesterday. I think it was minus 140. I apologize, not minus 130. I did see it at a really good number, but I was definitely shopping around. I do see exactly what you're saying in terms of two and a half. That's tough because both teams, it's not like you're looking at a team that's ranked first in the league versus 30 in the league. So yeah, it's it's tough from that. But I mean, I still would definitely lean Grizzlies from that perspective if you do like them on the money line and don't want to lay that for the first quarter then maybe you could parlay that with something else ah, maybe another first quarter somewhere but I, I don't really mind the two and a half but I think you can get a better number if you wait so that's one of those where I would wait maybe hopefully you see it at at two at the very least because then you have the option of the push because I mean I don't think the Grizzlies are going to outscore the Timberwolves by that much but I do think I can pretty confidently say that I feel like it's a great bet betting them to win it it's just a matter of what number you're comfortable with right uh any thoughts on the Grizzlies having more rest obviously the Timberwolves are coming off a very emotional win they celebrated as if they had won the NBA finals um <laughs> Pat 
Pat Bev was was huge and really pumped up that crowd. But we're going to be back in Memphis now. We're going to be away from Minnesota, so we're not going to see that kind of crowd. Um, is it going to be kind of a maybe a letdown spot for the Timberwolves early on? It could be. It's it's a tough one to try and predict for the game as a whole. I mean, the Grizzlies, although they were one and two, one and two on three or more days of rest, they put up a lot of points in their matchups. I do like that they did play the, uh, the Timberwolves already in a head-to-head on uh, three or more days of rest. I think that kind of bodes well and serves as a pretty mm-hmm. good reference point for that game. So that would be something I'd be looking at. I'm just pulling the game up now and seeing if there were any kind of notable things in terms of it. I mean, it was pretty even in terms of looking at it from a, well, the field goal percentage was one big difference, 46% for the Timberwolves and then 38 for the Grizzlies. And you look at it from threes made three point percentage, pretty even. I don't know if anyone didn't play in that matchup. As far as I'm concerned, I think it was pretty, pretty even in terms of that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a big spread too. It's, it's one of those games kind of looking at it more from a perspective of kind of taking advantage of it in game. Uh, I don't know. It, it does seem kind of when you're looking at it, like it is a prime letdown spot. I think rest, especially given how lengthy the season is and a team that does perform better off of rest. I think it's a good spot for the Grizzlies. And we mentioned just kind of them being at home, that advantage, but then you always factor in, you know, having that type of momentum with the T-Wolves, just how it literally looked like they won the finals (laughs) in that game. So it's interesting. What do you think? Could you make a case for uh, the T-Wolves? I'm not going to try to make a case for the Timberwolves. I'm all on Memphis here. The last five games that the last five games that Memphis has played at home versus the Timberwolves, uh, they're five and zero against the spread against Minnesota at home. So I like that they've had their number this season and Minnesota, while it was a, that was a fun game and uh, they pulled it out in the end. It really did look like the Clippers were going to win most of that game and Minnesota before that, there were just one in four against the spread in five games. So they haven't, they weren't playing as well coming into the last game. So I, I do feel like, and, and we saw, I don't think they can also pull it off against a more talented Grizzlies team. And if without cat, we saw how bad yeah. uh, Carl Anthony Towns played in that game and they were still able to pull it out. I, I don't know if he's going to rise to the occasion in this next game. I, I, I could definitely see him struggling uh, against a, a big uh, Grizzlies front line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he got into that early foul trouble and never really looked comfortable out there. He's obviously their big X factor. If he doesn't play well, I know they were able to, to get the win, as you mentioned, but I mean, I don't think that that's something that they can withstand, especially for a series or even this opening game. I feel like I wouldn't be at all surprised to see a Grizzlies blowout in this opener here, especially at home. It is that prime kind of a letdown spot. So yeah, I mean, the number kind of scares me because I don't love laying that many points, but yeah, it should be good. I mean, I feel like take it well, it's hard to say taking advantage of it in game because I do feel like the Grizzlies can get out to that quick start and then kind of never look back from that perspective. So yeah, 
one of those. Yeah. Player props are what I would definitely be targeting for that. And I feel like there's going to be an inflated number for Cat in terms of his PRA, because we're looking at every single type of excuse in the book as to why he didn't perform as, as well as he did. And then I think that's something that could be an inflated number and, and maybe a little bit overvalued because of the impact he's capable of having in his great stats overall, just the points per game and the rebounding numbers and all that. So curious to see what that's going to come out as, as in terms of his final PRA number. So we're, we're both liking the first quarter line for the Grizzlies and the money line. Um, and uh, look for cat unders uh, because he will be going up against Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson Jr., all defensive level talents there. And I, I think that they will target cat. They saw what they can do if you get him in foul trouble early and uh, people will still want to bet the overs, you know, the public. So they will inflate those lines a little bit. Definitely look for cat unders there. All right. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Now on to sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do because I'm part of the SGPN Dynasty Football League and that's what we use as Sleeper. It is a game changing product unlike anything else on the industry and now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over under game. It's very simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball game. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with just a tap of the button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. So make sure to use the promo code SGPNBA and Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Again, download Sleeper, then use promo code SGPNBA when you deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for more details. We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start the day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is gonna give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
Let's move on to our next game. And I haven't got your feeling on this one, one way or the other yet. We've got the Jazz versus the Mavericks. I'm seeing the Mavericks right now at plus five. That line opened as the Mavs favored by three. So that's an eight point swing. And that's because we're going to have no Luka Doncic. Uh, he is definitely going to be out for this game. Um, I think a lot of people's knee jerk is going to be uh, to want to look at Jalen Brunson points props because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Brunson did average uh, 20.4 points in 17 games without Luca this season. And I'm seeing his points prop right at 20 and a half. So that's a bad number uh, there. I would, I would shy away from that, but I am maybe looking at some Spencer Dimwitty. He did have two games without Luca, and he averaged nearly 35 minutes and 31 points in those two games. Um, I'm not seeing a lot of uh, props for Dinwiddie yet. Um, maybe they're waiting for, to, I don't know, extra confirm Luke is going to be out. I'm not <laughs> sure about that. Uh, they also have no Tim Hardaway. And they split the games this season. I think I'm staying away from this one as a, a full game bet, uh, but maybe looking at some player props uh, because Utah two, eight and one against the spread in their 11 games coming into the postseason. Uh, it's, it's just really frustrating for me on which way to go with this. If I had to, I would take the Mavs plus the points, but what are you going to do? Oh, it's, it's a tough one. I stayed away from this one for a reason. And it's, it's of course, I don't know how you factor in not having Luca. I mean, you can look at the numbers, the record overall, they were eight, nine without him, 107 and a half points per game. But then you look at their last four games without Luca and they had those four straight wins with a good looking field goal percentage, but then you factor in their opponents, Rockets twice, Kings twice. So how much weight can you really hold to those contests? I mean, you do have a little bit more time to adjust without Luca in the lineup. Cause I mean, I don't personally see how he's going to be able to suit up for this contest. I know we've seen out, but I don't know, like you said, some of these player props kind of lead me to believe maybe there is some little bit of hope that he could, but yeah, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned Jalen Brunson. That's an inflated number 20 and a half. I don't know how you can possibly back the over there. I mean, conceivably I can see it, but then when you look at the number itself, it's, it's a big one there. I don't know who I would be targeting for that. I think it's just a, it's just a tough game overall to try to look into. Maybe if you do think looking at something like pinpointing rebounds as a whole, maybe you can find some players you think are going to be able to take advantage of that. Maybe some of those, um, what are they exactly called? Where you said where the, um, the rebounding numbers where you can get or the assist numbers we can get those inflated numbers and you can get plus money for them and just taking oh, a total adjusted, higher than that uh, yeah, yeah the, the adjusted, adjusted one line. those yeah. are interesting i always like kind of taking advantage of those um that could be something to look into uh i don't know it's, it's just a tough one went back and forth with a few of those gun to my head i mean it would be tough not to take the points with the mavericks especially knowing it's such a big number and then having that kind of uncertainty but yeah it's definitely a stay away for me yeah uh 209 and a half low total there uh wouldn't touch the over there because i do feel like (laughs) Both teams are going to, uh, I, I feel like the Mavs are definitely going to have some trouble scoring uh, against this Jazz defense. Um, and then the Jazz have just been having trouble on the offensive side all season. 
the the one thing I will say about the Jazz is they do seem to kind of play down to their opponents. Yeah. They, um, you know, a lot of these bigger lines they could not cover this season. That was a problem with them last season as well. It's been the last two seasons. Uh, just a lot of bad feeling around the Jazz. So, gun to my head, taking the Mavs, press the points, even without Luka. Um, but pretty much a stay away, maybe a couple of player props. Uh, okay, let's move on. We've got the Nuggets versus the Warriors. Warriors minus six, uh, seeing a total of 223 and a half. Curry, his first game back, I guess he's healthy. Not really sure, right? I mean, that's he's going to be the big X factor. He is. Uh, and then it's just the question of, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but what are they going to do with uh, Nikola Jokic? I mean, one-man army, you're looking at that from Denver Mm -hmm. Nuggets. Are the Warriors going to be able to shut him down? Well, they're pretty confident that they can, to some degree, limit him, which is going to be imperative in there. And if they end up doing that, or even just later on in the series, just fatigue, definitely going to be a factor. I see his points total 29 and a half, um, and it's pretty even in terms of it. I see minus 115 on both sides there. So it's going to be difficult to, to make a case for the Nuggets in any way in terms of a series bet as a whole. I was kind of trying to look for those teams I think could end up offering that value and playing spoiler. I just don't see it in this case, but yeah, one of these other ones that I just don't feel great on You're, I'm seeing a big number for the warriors is seven as the spread, the total two twenty three. I would lean towards the over in there. I think capable of seeing that. Um, what do you mm-hmm. think about there? Is there any game that really kind of, or anything that really kind of stands out in this game for you? As far as the, totals on saturday i would this would be the over that i would take just because i don't see them being able to uh stop joker on the offensive side of things so um he's gonna put up he's gonna get his points um i think it's just gonna golden state's gonna be a real and go and denver on the other side not gonna be able to stop steph um so i could just see it being real run and gun all game so uh if you want to a fun game to bet the over. I would, I would take this one. Um, probably on the sides of it, I'll, I'll go ahead and if you can get Golden State at minus six, I would definitely jump on that. Um, are seeing it? I'm seeing it at minus seven at some places. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like Golden State is too deep for this Denver team that is yeah. um, the opposite. <laughs> the very, very shallow team. It's pretty much Joker and uh, nobody else. Yeah, it's tough. I try to look at some of these numbers in here. I mean, the one thing that could kind of be playing against the overs, the the possessions per game and the pace of the game. I mean, both teams kind of rank middle of the pack in terms of the pace. I know the Nuggets overall, just kind of a slower playing team, especially when they're playing in those games away from home. So that's one thing to kind of consider. So if the shooting isn't going their way, I'd be a little bit, maybe somewhat reluctant, but then the number I think kind of factors that in as well. I think it's set a little bit lower than perhaps I would have thought at 223. So I feel like, yeah, I agree with you. I'm kind of concerned. We're so much so on the same page on many of these. So we're either going to have a great betting weekend or (laughs) be both disappointed together. So it's a good thing, I would say, at least early on. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're all on the favorites right now. And True. I will say that there is um, there is an action pro system that uh, is, is with us on these. The more money on the favorites 
Uh, it's the spread, spread money percentage versus bet percentage difference. And this, uh, this system has a 61% win rate and a 20% return on investment. So, um, and all of the favorites fall under this system on Saturday. So I, I would say 61 win percentage, not bad, not bad there. So we're not alone. We're not alone on this. <laughs> a, a lot of the pro money and this system is, is showing that everybody's on the favorites. Besides Mavericks, I guess well, we 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 we're staying away from Jazz Mavericks, but the 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 pro money is on the on the Jazz uh, minus uh, four and a half. Yeah, we'll we'll rock with them for now, and then we'll see. Okay, one final break, and we'll be right back. Trade Coffee connects me to the freshest and best tasting coffee that I've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. Now I don't know anything about coffee and I don't have to now because they give me the craft roasters that make me seem like a true coffee snob. My wife thinks I've suddenly learned all this stuff. I don't, I just go to Trade Coffee. Trade is so confident that they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand new bag for free. So right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let Trade find you a coffee that you will love and they guarantee it. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. Best part is, now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build a stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Don't worry about it. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stable today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we compare our own stats. So download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. And we're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NBA playoffs are set and PropSwap is where bettors find the best odds and turn that hard word into hard cash. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick up your favorite teams and then sell your bets whenever you want. Many prop swappers make thousands of dollars just by buying and selling in championship futures all playoff long. This allows you to win over and over without your team ever actually lifting the trophy. So go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. And if you use promo code SGP on your first deposit, PropSwap will match your deposit up to five hundred dollars again use promo code sgp on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to five hundred dollars so join real sports bettors on PropSwap, where america buys and sells sports bets but 
for you, do you, what, what do you think you're going to be targeting most throughout at least the opening round? Is it going to be those player props or is it going to be totals? Or like, what is, what do you think that yours is going to be for me? It's going to be those in-game bets for sure. I have I like the in-game bets best, but um, if I'm going to put any money down, it's probably going to be on a side. Um, Cause I am feeling good about uh, the favorites on that first day, other than the jazz. Okay. And then on Sunday, speaking of favorites, I do, even though it's a, a high spread, I really like the Bucks uh, against the Bulls. Um, 67% of bets coming in on the Bucks uh, was 75% of the money, which falls under that uh, system I mentioned already. Um, any thoughts on this Bucks Bulls game? I feel like everybody is on the Bucks, and <laughs> and the the Bulls are really just limping into this postseason. I know. Did you get it under 10 or are you stuck at that 10 number for the spread uh, for the game? I have it at, uh, I got the Bucks minus nine right now. But Oh, that's, see, that's a good number. Like, you can still get it at some places at uh, minus nine and a half. Yeah, it's one of these games too. I don't know how you can really make a case for the Bulls. It could very easily be just a Milwaukee blowout. And I mean, that every single sign kind of points to exactly that. Uh, I mean, of course, no value in terms of the Bucks in the series total. Maybe it's one of those hmm, kind of always like to look and see if we think that the Bulls can kind of win a game in the series. I mean, you can probably find the Bucks to to sweep the series, and that could probably offer you a little bit of value because I'm seeing minus one thousand for the the series total. Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> yeah, good luck. So I kind of looking into that as a whole, maybe. Do you think that they, they can sweep? Do you, or do you think the Bulls can can win a game on their home court? I feel like it's gonna be one of those gentlemen sweeps, right? With like the five. That's if I had to bet, I would uh, take the uh, four to one. Um, I don't think they're gonna sweep, but also wouldn't surprise me if they did. Um, I'm staying away from that uh, series, though, as far oh, as yeah, like, the full series and just taking the the Bucks on individual games. Okay. I mean, if you can get that number under 10, I would definitely take advantage of that. I haven't seen it under 10 yet. So a little bit reluctant to, to back just a huge number. Again, wouldn't be surprised to see a blowout, but then also wouldn't be surprised to see it kind of get out of hand early and then have the benches come in, make it somewhat respectable. But yeah, if I was, if I was leading anywhere, it'd definitely be the bucks to win that one big, but then the, the net Celtics do you have a strong read on the series as a whole? Like, do who do you think comes out victorious in that one? Because I, I mean, I've gone back and forth. I can obviously make a case for both teams. Pretty solid one, I'd say. I don't have a strong read on the series. Um, I, I seem to change. I'm, I'm like you. I'm depending on what I've read or listened to last will dictate <laughs> how I'm feeling about the series as a whole. But I actually on game one. I like the Nets plus the points here. I feel like I just I I feel like with Kyrie and Durant on the same page, it's just going to be really tough for the Celtics, even with that defense, to stop them. And I, I mean, I would I I would hope that Seth Curry has a better game. I mean, mm-hmm. he was just god awful in the in the in the play-in game. Um, he can't be that bad again. I, maybe he's hurt. Maybe he, I mean, maybe there's a possibility, but I, I just feel like the Celtics still have to respect his three point shooting. And so even if he's, even if he's that bad again, they're still not going to like 
totally ignore him on the offensive side. So he's still doing enough. I just, I really like the Nets here. What, why, what am I not seeing with that number? I mean, you can get them at plus five in some places. Yeah, that's strange. I mean, every single thing I've read about it too, and just kind of seeing the past couple of games, I mean, you have no Robert Williams who he's averaging over two blocks a game. He's a huge factor defensively. He's been a huge reason why the Celtics have been so good defending the paint. So he's a huge player that's not going to be playing throughout the series. And I mean, that's something that has to be factored in. So I am a little bit surprised to see the number only four for the Celtics. I definitely would be, I could be enticed to take the the nets on the money line, as you mentioned. Uh, what do you think about Ben Simmons? You think he's going to have any type of an impact early on? I mean, we can presume that if he does play game one, then we're looking at a, a decent size impact on the defensive side. What do you think about him? I have no idea if, is he playing? I, how? What, what's the latest? I mean, is there any chance he plays? Because it felt like Nat. I just. I feel like Steve Nash. They're every saying time he game. Yeah, game him, four, game three. I mean, I've seen as as high as game two. I don't know. It's who knows. <laughs> I just don't feel like he's gonna have that much of an impact either way. If he comes in, he's gonna have not been playing for a season. We've saw him in the last playoffs was a disaster and not so much on the defensive (laughs) side, but his, his offensive uh, struggles really overshadowed that obviously. And I I just don't feel like he's the type of player that can come in and fit seamlessly with any system. It's going to take him a while to kind of get up to date. And so I, I, he's, I definitely don't think he's playing the first game anyway. So I, yeah. I, I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm okay with still taking the nets plus the points, uh, whether he plays or not. Yeah. I don't think there's any way he comes back the first game. Maybe it is just kind of putting that into, into opponent heads that he's going to be back as high as the second or third game. Cause I mean, you're right. It's been so long since we've last seen him. What type of an impact is he going to really have? But even just having him there, if he does play in game three or four, then I mean, it could be um, an enticing factor to maybe look into the nets potentially in the series total. So I'm kind of leaning that way, but in this opening game, I think, yeah, the nets definitely do offer some value. Um, in terms of taking them on the money line or the, with the points, would you take them on the money line or would you more so be looking at getting as many as four and a half, five points? Um, I'm definitely going to take them the, the points, but I'll speak a little on the money line. Why not? I definitely think they could win this game getting plus 155 odds mm-hmm. or so on, on, on the money line. I like that. Lots of, uh, lots of pro money coming in on the Nets money line. Um, on the total, though, I really like this total. Uh, this might be a best bet as far as the total on the under for me. I uh, started at 225 and a half. It's already down at 223 and a half. 27% of the bets uh, are coming in on the under, but 97% of the money. So uh, Vegas pros really like this under. Any thoughts on the total? 
I think you have to like the under if you are setting a total. I mean, with how good that the Celtics have been in terms of first in the league and opponent shooting percentage, they can easily shut down a lot of a lot of teams. But then you kind of factor in the Nets and their offense, and you have players playing together, which it's you have a limited number of stats in terms of having them fully healthy and having them at their peak, but as we mentioned before, just they're definitely capable of of kind of putting up the points. But then with Boston as a whole, I mean, in terms of their offensive efficiency and looking at it from that perspective, I yeah, I think it's kind of it's a good bet to 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 back the under there if you can find a good number. Um I'm pretty much in the same page with you. I think we're kind of looking at the Celtics in terms of their points per game over the last three, and you're seeing a good number. I'm seeing as high as, or I'm seeing them 125.7 points. They don't score as many as home as they do away from home. So yeah, I definitely would kind of make a case for the under in there. Uh, But I mean, anytime you kind of see the Nets offering plus 155, plus 160, I might be greedy there in terms of taking the money line, but yeah. So the total for you, what would you, let's say the total kind of changes how, if it goes down a little bit, would you be willing to take it at something like 222 and a half or you kind of set at 224? I would lock, I, I'm, I'm happy with the 223 and a half, um, down to 222 and a half. I'd probably stay away from it at that point. Um, like it right now. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not as hardcore on these totals as I am on the sides. So yeah. um, if I have, if I have to bet a total, I, I'm going to bet that one. But uh, other than that, I'm probably going to stay away from a lot of these totals. Um, okay. Any other best bets that you want to throw out there before I let you go? No, just kind of looking forward to seeing who's going to be playing who in those other games that aren't determined for Sunday. So just kind of waiting and taking those as as a kind of wait and see. And I mean, I don't really see any huge upsets in this opening round as a whole kind of. So I wish I had more to contribute uh, in terms of that. The player props, is, as we mentioned, are definitely something that I'm looking forward to, to seeing those set numbers, set totals. But I feel like we've covered enough in terms of our sides and kind of being on the same page with a lot of those. Monique, you've given us a lot. Thank you so much for joining me on Friday. You can follow Monique on Twitter at Parlay Queen. Make sure to check out her videos on Action Network's YouTube page. She's going to be giving us NBA picks all through the playoffs and finals. Uh, Anything else you want to throw out there? Just going to be uh, looking forward to it as a whole. Of course, I always mentioned taking advantage of in-game betting. So I'll try to be a little bit more active on Twitter in terms of things that I see as value. But you know how it goes too when you take advantage of in-game bets and you get a great number. And then, of course, some people that are tailing along get a little bit upset that they don't get that number as you do. So that's why I always <laughs> say pay attention and try to get those bets and lock it in and in-game betting for, for the actual hardcore fans. I think there's absolutely nothing better than that. All right. Well, I will be locked into your Twitter account at Parlay Queen for your in-game live bets. And uh, I'll do my best to keep up with you. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dunk it.